your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of the Locked On Eagles podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto, amazing prices, great selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them the Locked On Eagles podcast sent you. And thank you for joining us, fans far and wide, here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. And thank you for making it your first listen of the day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Gino Camilleri to bring you another flagship episode of this podcast. Stock up, stock down. And that's what we're going to get into in the show after we touch on some takeaways that we did not discuss on the recap show yesterday. And we're going to flip it around. We're going to end the show with positivity. But after we get into some takeaways from yesterday, we have to rip the Band-Aid off and we have to hear the bad news, the bad that came away from the crushing 41-21 defeat at the hands of your rival in the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World. It has now been three times in a row that the Eagles have allowed nearly 40 points in Jerry World to the Cowboys. Looking at the defense, it's tough to really digest this one because in the first game they allow six points and then in the next week they allow 17 points to the Niners and you really hold them all game you hold them under 20 points and then I mean Dallas doubles the point total of what you have allowed in the first two weeks also looking at your offense in the last two games you're struggling to find points in terms of the offense, the Eagles offense could not get things going until late in the game yesterday. Their only touchdown came early in the game, and that came from a defensive turnover in the red zone, or in the end zone, rather. So looking at this team, I would say the ultimate takeaway and the ultimate look in the mirror is get consistent. This team has so many inconsistent qualities to it currently. You start out in week one, your offense is off the charts. You're really getting things going. I mean, I know it's against an Atlanta team that isn't the best, but at the same time, you were making things look easy. You were putting guys in motion. Your quarterback was in rhythm, getting the ball out quickly, finding guys down the field when it mattered, getting the run game involved. Your defense really was put in good spots to use that front to get after the quarterback, allow that coverage to really set in place and bend and don't break. But eventually, when you put enough stress on a team, both on the offense, and you make that offense do things that they are uncomfortable doing, which the Niners and Cowboys have made the Eagles do the last two games, and then you look at the defense, and going against the Niners, you bent a lot, and you didn't break as much. And then finally, yesterday, when you take on the Cowboys, the dam finally broke open. And you were susceptible to just getting driven on and driven on and driven on and driven on. Dallas could have put up 50 points in that game if they didn't get that sack in the end zone and they were able to really take advantage of more of their opportunities, which they could have. And if they didn't have that goal line stop, which was clearly a touchdown, the Eagles would have lost by 30 points yesterday. And it ultimately comes down to doing the little things well and finding consistency. 
get back to what made you a good team. And I think it was evident in week one what made you a good team. It was relying on your running game, allowing Jalen Hurts to get into a rhythm, not having him throw the ball down the field too much, getting it out to his playmakers quickly where they could do damage and yards after the catch situation. Get back to the simple things on offense. Having your running backs have two carries in that game, inexcusable. When Pro Football Reference tweets that this is the first time that they have ever, in their history, in their database, seen a team run the ball two times, you have a problem. When you have zero guys in motion on offense, you have a problem. When you're consistently taking penalties and at the top of the league, you have a problem. And if you continue to let these problems grow, this thing is going to splinter rather quickly. You're taking on Kansas City next week. You're going to have to play Tampa on a short week soon. You're playing Carolina. You're playing Oakland. You don't get a break until the middle of this schedule. So if you're continuing to be inconsistent, continuing to allow these little flaws to flourish, you're just going to continue to be a bad football team. The Locked On Podcast Network does a power rankings every week, and all the local hosts vote on it. And I respect all the opinions of our local hosts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And they had the Eagles at 24 out of 32 teams, which would put them in the bottom third. Are they right? I agree 100%. I agree fully that our hosts, our local hosts, have done a good job understanding where the Eagles lie. They are not the best football team. They are not a good football team right now. They are a football team that has good parts, but it's like an old car. If you have a 1934 Model T, but you have nice wheels, you have a nice steering wheel, but the engine doesn't work, what is it besides something to look at? Yeah, all those names are great on paper, but if they can't perform, you have a problem. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Do the little easy things consistently well, and you will get better as a football team. And until then, you have to walk before you can run. Get back to basics. And that's what we're going to do here. As we continue on here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, where we will get into stock up, stock down for the week, starting with some stock down and some negative, some bad things where we can really rip the Band-Aid off and let these guys know what they did wrong in the last couple games here and see who is on the up and up when we finish off the show. So come on back here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. But before we do that, we have a message from our friends at Get Upside. Oh, that's funny. Get upside. Not much upside to talk about when you're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. But hey, I'm here to tell you, that's me, Gino Camilleri, that I have an incredible opportunity to find some upside in your life. GetUpside.com or the Get Upside app, wherever you want to find it. Go and download it and you can save 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or online at Google Play. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's $0.50 cents back, 5050, $0.50 cents cash back on every gallon at your first fill-up. Don't play full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Make sure you download the app. Use that promo code 
touchdown. And people who save and people who drive are some of my favorite people. Because people who drive, they're out doing things. And people that save money, they use that money to do things that they love. Me personally, I like saving that extra cash from get upside, go up into the mountains here in Denver, enjoy that beautiful sunshine. And you could do the same thing. Now, when you go to free, get upside app, download it, use all that cash back at PayPal and e-gift card, Amazon's or other brands using that promo code touchdown. And the good thing about get upside is that if you save some money, you could use that money and take it to our other friends at betonline.ag, which Lou and I do all the time here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. You know that we do our LOE3. We had a fantastic record this weekend. We got back on track here with the Eagles and everybody can get back on track at the betonline.ag, your number one place for pro and college football action this season. An updated interface now allows you to have even more odds, props, and contests where you can build your own player props. If you want to get into gambling, I believe you should do the things you know. So go build a prop with some players that you like. You understand how they play. That's what Lou and I do. We think we know this team, so that's what we try to do. And you could do it today by using the welcome bonus promo code NFL100 where you get 100%. I love using my hands. I'm Italian for everybody on YouTube. I'm sorry. 100%. At betonline.ag as a sign-up bonus to use for football, basketball, boxing, UFC, NHL. I mean, every sport you can imagine. Your favorite Vegas casino games. I'm a roulette guy. Put 24. That's my number. I guarantee. Can't guarantee, actually. I'm hoping that you win some money using my lucky number. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the offers in this 2021 season. Bet online, the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, welcome on back to segment two here of the Locked On Eagles podcast. Gino Camilleri taking you through stock up, stock down. So everybody knows, everybody's got a little uh, a boo-boo every once in a while. You know, you get a little cut on your finger, cutting a bagel, cutting a English muffin. You know, sometimes you might have reached into your garbage disposal piece of glass. You, you nick your finger, you got to put a Band-Aid on it, right? Once that Band-Aid heals up, you get a little scab on it, but it's a pain to take that Band-Aid off, especially somebody like myself, got a little bit of hair on your finger, got a little bit of hair on your arm. Oh man, when you rip that Band-Aid off, it stinks. It's the worst feeling in the world. I think everybody at some point in their life has had to go through that pain. And let's do that with the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's rip this Band-Aid off and let's get to the negative because I hate negative things. I'm a positive person. I like to look at all the good in everything, especially in football. It's a sport that little kids play all the way up until adults. It's just, it's the greatest competition in my opinion. You have 11 guys on the field for one team, 11 guys on the field for the other team, 53 guys on the roster. I mean, you could play it at any level. It's just the ultimate competition. But when you have a team that put on a performance like the Eagles did yesterday, it's time to realize that you got to get slapped in the face by reality sometimes. So here we go. Stock up, stock down. We're starting with stock down here, and I'm starting right away. Well, something you might heard of, might have heard in the press conferences in this offseason by Nick Sariani, Jonathan Gannon, something called the HITS principle. Now, if you haven't heard what the HITS principle is, it is hustle, intensity, takeaways, and smarts. Makes sense, right? 
makes sense that that would apply to football. Did the Philadelphia Eagles display any of those qualities in that game yesterday? Did they hustle? Towards the end of the game, I think they really gave up. Were they intense? I I didn't see any sense of urgency. I didn't see them flying to the ball. I didn't see the guys out there really giving it their all after they were down. Once they were down 41 to, I mean, it was 30-some-odd points to 14 at one point in that game. Late in the third quarter, you're really sinking into the reality of what's going on. It didn't really work out in terms of intensity and hustle. Takeaways. You got the one in the end zone, but then you gave the ball away with two interceptions. One was a pick six from your quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And then lastly, smarts. Were they smart? I don't know. Taking a league high, a history high in penalties in the first two games of the season, or three games of the season, rather? That's not smart football. Putting zero guys in motion on offense, giving the ball to your running back two times. I I don't know who you are as an offensive play caller. That's not smart football. Get back to basics. Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon, Michael Clay. Get back to basics and follow what you are saying. Follow the hits principle. You're not practicing what you preach. Nick Sirianni talks about the idea that they have to do things that require no skill well. I think being able to put guys in motion doesn't require any skill. All you have to do is tap your foot and have it in the playbook. And a guy has to move from right to left, left to right, backfield to out wide. That's easy. Taking pre-snap penalties. Easy. Don't don't move on a false start. That's that's basic football. Basic football. Now practice what you preach. Get these guys and hold them accountable. That's unacceptable what they did. If you're going to say that this his principle is everything that your team is deep down to its core and you do none of it, that's just a lie. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemous. You're making light of a situation that shouldn't be made light of at all. And that's why the hits principle, number one on stock down. Number two, offensive and defensive play calling. I think that goes off of the hits principle, the ability to play smart football. Jonathan Gannon, I hate to tell it to you, bud. Sometimes zone coverage isn't going to work. You had the most zone coverage in the league coming into that game yesterday. And you did it yesterday, too. And C.D. Lamb excels in off coverage. On offense, you you were not helping Jalen Hurts at all. Two handoffs. I can't believe that. For a quarterback that cannot get into a rhythm. For a guy that was struggling to hit a guy in stride across the field. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm getting angry now, thinking about it. Thinking about how that game played out. It's not fair. I don't think it was fair to the players. I don't think they were put in a situation to succeed. I don't think the coaches really did a good job doing that, and they say that all the time. It's time to practice what you preach. Put these guys in a good position. Improve your play calling. Improve your scheme. You know what you have now. You're seeing the picture clear. You know the limitations you have. Now play within those limitations and allow these guys to at least go out there and have the ability to compete. 
because yesterday was a it was a gong show. It was a disaster. They couldn't even compete. They shouldn't have even been on that field with that team yesterday. Dallas is above and beyond what the Eagles were. And they were down their three out of four guys on their defensive line. And they showed up. They hustled. They were intense. They took the ball away. They played smart football. Funny how that works. Your opponent did your exact thing that you thrive on, your exact philosophy that you thrive on, and used it against you. Got out schemed by Mike McCarthy. Let that sink in. So number two, offensive and defensive play calling. Stock down. Finally, the injury bug. Oh, sorry. Injury bug on my head. I had to squash it. Hopefully it's gone. I I don't know how long you can hold up when every single season you're down three starting offensive linemen. Prayers up to Isaac Sayamalu. Going to be out for the year with a foot injury. Brandon Brooks was already out. Jordan Maialata didn't play this weekend. It's a shame. You thought you had it healthy. You thought you had a healthy team. Team that was clear and ready to go. And then all of a sudden this injury bug comes back. I hope it doesn't last long. There's not much to say on the matter at this point. Besides that, it has come back in full force. Let's squash this thing. I'm ready for these guys to get back healthy, remain on the field. It is the worst part of the game. And with that, we're finishing ripping off this Band-Aid here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, where it is your first listen every day. And we really do appreciate that. We hope you follow up and go get a second listen here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Go listen to the Draft Dudes podcast. College football is going on. We're going to have to figure out what's going on with these top draft picks that the Eagles have, and they're going to have to turn it over and get some more good personnel in here. So with your second listen, go listen to the Draft Dudes. And before we finish that, we will be finishing up the Locked On Eagles podcast with the Stock Up segment. But before we do that, we have a message from our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to go to your local chain storefront. Go in there, talk to somebody who's going to give you only what they have behind them, which, if you look at it, is their store brand. And why wait and go through some ridiculous questioning when you could go on Google and you could go to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Got my phone right here. Go right here. RockAuto.com saves you time and money when you visit the Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, 100, 200% more when you could just go to RockAuto.com and get the best prices for all your auto parts needs? Rock Auto is a family business for businesses, do-it-yourselfers, and everybody who loves their cars for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find all your auto parts needs. Go to their How Did You Hear About Us box and write Locked On in that box for them so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We appreciate our friends there as well. All right, everybody, welcome on back here as we finish up this edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. And let's finish with some positivity. Let's get a round of applause here. We're going to talk about some good things, say some nice things about the Eagles, finish this Tuesday edition of the show talking nice about this football team. As bad as it was, we leave it in the past. 
We leave that in the past. As Jalen Hurts would say, you don't look at that deuce, you flush it right down. So let's talk about the good stuff. Stock up. Number one. My guy. My man. Aaron Sipos. Arguably one of the top punters in the league right now. Guy is out of his mind. He is the MVP of this team, I would say. On a literal punt here, your punter is the best player. And let's just look at some of the information, look at some of the numbers here on Aaron Sipos, who's absolutely killing it. In the first three games, he's had a long of 51 yesterday, a long of 68 against San Fran, a long of 54 against Atlanta. He's averaging 43 yards per punt, and he has six punts within the 20, which lands him tied for third. There's about eight to nine guys that are tied between eight to six punts within the 20, and Aaron Sipos is right there. Without him, I think this Eagles team would have allowed a ton more points in the last two games. Probably would have allowed some points in that Atlanta game as well. Aaron Sipos, man, continue doing what you're doing. Came into camp, didn't really know what he was going to deliver. Cam Johnston was the guy for this team for the last couple of years. Aaron Sipos, he's taken that job, run with it. Hats off to him. He really is one of the best players on this football team right now. You got to give special teams their love. And even Jake Elliott's doing pretty hot too. He isn't one of the guys I mentioned here on Stock Up, but I think he does deserve a little bit of respect because he's been perfect on the season. Moving to Stock Up number two, Javon Hargrave, arguably the hottest player in the National Football League as we speak. Pro Football Focus has him graded out as the third highest defensive lineman in the entire NFL according to pass rush. Next-gen stats, let's just take a look at some of those numbers. Has him at number one in pressures with 15, number one in sacks with four, number one in pressure rate with 25.4% pressure rate, first in sack rate at 6.4%, and first in defensive stops with 17. Yesterday in the game, he averaged 3.22 yards of separation away from the quarterback, where the league average is 4.52. He is 1.2 yards closer to the quarterback than any other player in the league. On average, Javon Hargrave is a monster. He is an absolute beast. He is a wrecking machine. It is like putting a freight train in the middle of a defensive line. When you have Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave take up all that space, 600-plus pounds of man, manhandling, absolutely mauling guys on the interior. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. You, my, I always say you draft to beat your division. You also got to sign guys to beat players within your division. Javon Hargrave took Taylor Tyler Biotish back to Wisconsin yesterday. He put him in a blender. He has saved this team time and time again. His stock is through the roof. By all the stock you want in Javon Hargrave being an all-pro player this year, I fully believe he is at that caliber. Being one of the best interior rushers in the league and one of the best pass rushers in the league in total. Hats off to him. Hats off to Howie for signing him away from Pittsburgh for a deal that right now you're looking at him and saying, whew, as opposed to what some of these other edge rushers are being paid, paying him on the interior, I think it's $10, $11 million a year. That's a steal right now. Javon Hargrave, stock up. And finishing on a good note here, on a good little story about a guy who got slipped underneath the rug, somebody we kind of forgot about once this season started. His name's Andre Dillard. Oh, what happened to him? 
you know, former first-round pick, a guy who we didn't think he was all up to snuff, couldn't set an anchor, was continually getting beat on speed rushes, couldn't hold up against the bull rush, just couldn't do it. And then yesterday, he's asked to take on Micah Parsons, who might be Dallas's best pass rusher this year, and did pretty good. Pro Football Focus said he only allowed two hurries yesterday. That's good. Because if you saw what he did in his rookie season, didn't partake last year because of that injury, he was bad, downright bad, especially when he played right tackle. He really couldn't anchor. His footwork was all over the place. His hand placement was all over the place. He looked refined. And really, hats off to this kid, Andre Dillard. Jeff Stoutland, in his last couple meetings, said that Andre Dillard has looked great. And to come into that spot yesterday, on a short week of preparation, because Jordan Mailata didn't go down until late in the week, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, he did a fantastic job. And you really have to applaud a guy like that who keeps his head down, goes through all the critics and what they're saying, loses to a guy that, I mean, complete opposite ends of the spectrum, a first-round pick, high-caliber player to a seventh-round pick who never played football. I don't know, man. Somebody who goes, who I struggle with mental health issues, I don't know how I would take that. Saying, oh, this guy who's never played is better than me. But you know what? Andre Dillard, he manned up, put his head down every single day, went to practice, suffered that injury last year. People were down on him, but he wasn't down on himself. I think he did a good job yesterday. I really believe that we have to recognize him for what he did. He might turn out to be a top swing tackle in the league, or you might be able to get a little bit of a little bit of trade value back for him in a pick next year. Maybe a, a third or a fourth round pick gets it done for a guy like Andre. But right now, you have a good quality swing tackle. I was happy to see Andre go out there. I think it was a good test to see him go up against the guy in Micah Parsons, who has really taken the league by storm at defensive end and did follow the hits principle. I would say he hustled. He was intense. Can't really do anything regarding takeaways on the offensive line, except keep your quarterback clean, which he did for the most part. And he played smart football. Andre Dillard, final stock up. And that is the final take here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Stock up, stock down our flagship show of the week. We will be coming back tomorrow and five shows throughout the week. I mean, it better be your first listen. At this point, if you're not listening to us every day, because we do have a podcast every single day, and it's free, and it shows up to the top of your playlist when you subscribe, and when you give us five stars because that says that you like us, and when you go on YouTube and comment, that's how you help our show. And we really appreciate you being here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, being the first listen of your day. And if not the first, hopefully the last listen of your day, being the first that you listen to before you go to bed. I hopefully, truly appreciate everybody here that tunes in week in, day in, every single time we put out a podcast. You are what makes it going. We love the Philadelphia Eagles, but we love our fans more. I appreciate you tuning in to this edition of the show. Follow me at GC24Football. Follow Lou at DBASI-LOE. Follow the mothership at LockdownBirds, LockdownEagles.com. You can always find our writing on Fox 43 there in Pennsylvania. Go on YouTube. We are getting 
tons of subscribers. We just had 100 the other day. We appreciate everybody continuing to support the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are the best. Go Birds and Fly Eagles Fly.